This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Let's do this. Let's go. Wake up every morning with Sarah and Vinny. What in the hell? Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. It's, well, it's Thursday. It's It's only Thursday. Thursday, but in a week, it'll be Thanksgiving. More on that momentarily. This part of the show is brought to you by the Sarah and Vinny Full Show Podcast. This show, in its entirety, later, when you're ready to listen to it. Any right. time that works for you. We'd love it. On demand. That's right. Everything is these days, Vin. Mm-hmm. With the latest news stories and juiciest gossip on your favorite stars, you don't have to miss a minute of the morning show's entertaining banter. How do they do it? Come on, Adele. Download our full podcast for laughs and insights and all the latest buzz from the world of entertainment. So good. So Thanksgiving is a week away. And I've been looking for, uh, I like to, I like hostess gifts. I like to have a couple things handy. It's one of the reasons I'm making those candles. I like, I like hosts. I like to see what people will bring to me when I'm hosting something. And I like to, you know, Christmas parties and Thanksgiving. It's I never want to show up anywhere empty-handed. I know I don't. You guys might not think about this as much, but I like for for girls. I feel like we, I don't know. Our moms drilled it in our head. You just never show up anywhere empty-handed. Anytime you're doing, it, just make sure you bring something, or at least offer to bring something. And when they say they don't need anything, bring something anyway. Like it's just one of those things. So to answer that real oh, quick, yeah. I think that uh, Sandy, my mom. Was a great mom and tried her hardest. The things you're talking about, I didn't pay any attention to that. None. Zero. So, Does like, Christina always have something that she's bringing to someone's house when you guys go to visit, especially holiday season, I guess? I'm not even sure if I've noticed that. But I mm. do know that she's a great host and also, as I've mentioned, goes out of her way for her friends. So I'm sure she handles whatever etiquette is is standard. I'm sure she handles that. What about Anita? Yeah, I think she's she's usually the one who takes care of everything. Um, but yeah, you're, she does. If we have somewhere to go, she will bring something, whether it's a salad. Yeah, some a, kind of covered dish. Yeah, or like a bottle of wine. Or yes. something like that. It, that's you both know, things that I good wouldn't eat or care about, and wouldn't bring either. So I usually like with my friends. It was a homey thing. They come over, and everybody would show up, and we just hang. It wasn't well, when like, you're any, yeah, bring I, booze. I think and, too when you're yeah. a kid, right? You brought whatever you were going to drink that you night. Booze. Somebody might ask you, "Can you bring some nachos or you know whatever? Not even bring that, some potato really. chips." 
You get there and go, I'm hungry. Let's order some yeah, pizza. Yeah, and then everyone would pitch in to order pizza. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like, I don't know, growing up, like family gatherings and, no, and I, Christmas parties. I know what parties you mean, and, and, and I do think that there is etiquette. I think through my 20s, I was living a completely bachelor, dedicated to yes. my radio job life. There was There were no events. I didn't go to anything. I was busy. So and I just I the first time I remember noticing that whole people bring stuff was in Philly and I was reminded that that's an East Coast thing mm. that when people and now I realize I guess it's more of an, a grown-up thing. Right. But well, the we people were becoming grown-ups there, Vin. I I came here and I brought pastry or I came here and I brought donuts or whatever thing and I'd be all what's with East Coasters and their their bad diets? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I brought these for you other people to eat. I know you can't resist it. Uh, so anyway, bringing things is, mm-hmm. especially at uh, Thanksgiving and, and some of these Christmas gatherings, it is definitely a thing. And um, there are things that you can bring that you think you're doing the right thing, but you're actually kind of a pain in the ass. Like someone is working hard to, and this is just, I was reading this, this lady, Rose Laurie, Rose Mora Laurie. She wrote a piece that got, you know, headlines or everything. Want to be the best guest at Thanksgiving? Bring these three things. Oh, And I went, all right, I'll take a look at this. And she makes the point, and I completely agree with her, that if you bring flowers, because this happens all the time. I have some, I'm having a party, hosting something, and someone shows up with a big bunch of flowers. How lovely, how nice, how thoughtful. Now i got to stop everything I'm doing, cut the bottoms off all these things, find a vase to put them in, get them all set up. It's just, it's a, it's a pain to bring that to wow. a, to a So host. you don't want the flowers. You're saying, no. I'm saying don't bring flowers. And I've oh. thought that to myself, and I've, I'm guilty of it. I've brought flowers, but this lady makes a great point. Like, that stops the show. This is a person who is... Starting to host a party is in the middle of whatever they're doing, and and what if you now bring has it to stop. In a vase already, and I get to you know what prepped, and you put yes, it down. That the centerpiece on the table is the way. But and if sure. you call it a vase, then are you even more special? Yes, that's what I was just going to say. If you're going to do it that way, and Bryn, that is the way. Don't want the vase back. Oh, duh, yeah. Yeah, give it, we all get those we all get the vases or vases, whatever. And they and you have a I have five of them, so I can grab one, put my flowers in it, bring it to someone's house and be like, "And you can keep that lovely vase mm. or vase." Mm-hmm. I don't want to be fancy. So, <laughs> bouquet. They're also saying that when you bring if you bring a bottle of wine or a bottle of booze, that's fine, but try to make it not something that needs to be chilled. Like if it's champagne, now they gotta find room in their refrigerator no. and, and make and, and Tetris that thing into the tables somewhere where they can Boy, put that out. I know it's a whole know, thing. Proper so, etiquette is not nearly as easy as it should be. Well, here's the thing: you can still bring all those things. This is just this lady's opinion, and I but I like it. I think that's pretty cool. So here is here are her suggestions, and I think these are, I think the first two are great, and the third one, eh, it's fine. Bring your own apron. In fact, oh, what? pull a Doreen, open your coat, oh, and have the apron on already and say, I'm here to help. Not, no. you're not. is there anything I can do to help you in the kitchen? Just no. drop it and walk into the kitchen and you need these chopped? What do you need? What, what can I do? Totally get in their way. And I like that because then it's not a vague, like, what can I do? And now, limit the, now they have to find you an apron. You're there. You're ready. You're there. 
sous chef superstar. And then the mm. other thing that I liked here is your own take-home containers for leftovers. Bring a stack. If you think you're going to leave with stuff, great. Bring. This is somewhere. such a girl list. Can I just say this is? I know that you, I know that's the case, but it's such a girl list. There's no guys doing any of this stuff. But go on. Oh, and also she, this lady who wrote this article, goes make it an apron that you. Uh, can leave behind. Just be like, oh, and I got you this. It's covered in gravy now. Here you go. Like a 49ers <laughs> one or something like sure. that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. There you go. There right. you go. A 49ers Well, Well, I'm taking this home. Sorry about right. it. <laughs> this one's for me. I sure wish I still had that gold lame uh, apron. Someone made for me when I did that TV appearance oh, with you so on good. Bay Cafe. Unfortunately, you filled the front pocket with five pounds of butter. And I'm not kidding Margarine, about that. Margarine, right. Yeah. Whatever it was, you just stuffed it full of something that you didn't Which, think. Which, by the way. It's against my body. It might melt down my legs. I don't know. Wasn't even in the recipe I was making. I no. just wanted to have it all. <laughs> we got it. There were TV cameras there. You turned into a ham. So <laughs> that She's saying this Thanksgiving, bring uh, bring a few big bags that you, you know, the Ziploc bags that you can put some stuff in. So now she doesn't have to find a plate for you to take home and she has to ask for later. Just bring some bring some Tupperware with you, which I think is a great idea. <laughs> Shows me that you want some stuff. I fill that up for you. Boom, it leaves. And then the third thing she says is a stain remover, like those tied-to-go pens. Like if someone's oh, going to spill something on themselves. Oh, or man. that's I'm a little less into that idea, but okay. Sometimes really somebody spills stuff on themselves and they now the whole is like, can I get some club soda and salt? And you're like, oh, my God, could I have more to do? And now this, too. So I guess the Tide to Go pen or some OxyClean spray. I don't know. That's mm. a, that's her third thing. But I do like the bring your own take home containers and show up with an apron on ready to help. I think that's mm. I think it's fantastic. Um they there's a link in that story, which is it's in the Times, by the way, the New York Times, if you're interested. They did a a list of hostess get, gifts. And I'm telling you, I'm always looking for hostess gifts. There's weird things on it, too, like bring a pineapple, which I feel like I, I, I guess you just put that down on the counter. And also, isn't that like a swingers thing? I thought people say that pineapple oh, is, is for welcome but it's also well, you like know, Sarah. I don't I wouldn't know someone just said that like all these all the I swingers think, yeah the pineapples on your clothing right? even can be a, a signal to other swingers like a wink like I'm check down me to out swing over here. Right. yeah so anyway they're saying a pineapple but they also say a nice bottle of olive oil that's always fun you know, and gonna be used you know that it'll it'll get there um there's this the little... upside down pineapples the swinger code Oh, oh! it has to be upside down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you might wear like earrings or... Oh, like so an actual pin. pineapple with lube on it is not what they want. They want... I'm, I'm, Even with I'm lube, a sure. pineapple's a very dangerous sex toy. I Let's understand, but be... I mean, you know, they <laughs> didn't. I didn't choose the pineapple to represent my sex life. They did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's there's it's a cute article, and there's a link to a host and hostess gift. Thing that I found very helpful and useful. Now, <laughs> let's move on to Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. You know, it's funny because a lot of times I find myself in a Kardashian sinkhole where every day there's 20 stories about some Kardashian and something. And I just think, oh, group them all together and just do a Kardashian dump. 
So lately, I've been finding that it's it's a Taylor dump. I like every day. There's 20 things. Some of these not awesome for Travis. Frankly, yeah, uh oh is right. Um, so I'll start with the with the good news. If you are a gigantic Taylor Swift fan, you know who you are. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's there's fans. I'm a fan. I like her. I am not a gigantic fan. I could not tell you what to wear for what era. I don't know. I don't have any friendship bracelets. I'm actually, my feelings are a little hurt that no one's offered me any. There's, there's just, I don't know all the songs. I don't know all the B-sides. I can't tell you all that much. It's, I like her. I think she's fine. I think she's, actually, I think she's more than fine. I think she's an incredibly talented person who's deserving of all the good things that are coming her way. She seems amazing. That said, you would not catch me dead on her cruise because I know I couldn't hang. There's an Iris She's cruise. giving invites to people to join her on her yacht? Uh, no. No. This is, in fact, not sanctioned by Taylor Swift. But there's the Iris tour is happening. And it's actually going to be in Miami this coming October. So a year from now. This will be... It leaves from Miami one day after Taylor finishes her three-night run of shows in the city. So we know that she's back in Miami for three shows sometime in October. You can go, pay the money to go to all three of those shows, and then get on this cruise ship. And it's a Royal Caribbean cruise. It is called, let me get the name of it here exactly. It's called In My Cruise Era. So in my lover era, in my no, oh. my nineteen eighty nine era, mm. I guess it's called in my cruise era. And I just official- swooned. Did you a little no. bit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if this is if you saw the era's tour live multiple times, and you bought all fifteen different versions of both Midnight's and nineteen eighty nine Taylor's version, and you watch every single Kansas City Chiefs game, and you still don't have enough Taylor Swift in your life, then. This is for you. Royal Caribbean has a Taylor Swift cruise leaving for Miami right after she's done playing. She will not show up on this. Don't get your hopes up. She may have heard of this. She may have heard all about it. She may be excited for you, but she's it isn't her thing and she's on tour. So she's not going to be. She also has a boyfriend now. So, you know, she's busy. Well, we'll see about that. Oh, what is that? I'll get to it. So on the official website for the In My Cruise era on the Royal Caribbean website, they say, uh, join us as we celebrate all things Taylor, make new friends, dress up in our favorite eras, trade friendship bracelets, and enjoy this am- everything this amazing ship has to offer. This cruise is for all fans. So bring your besties, your moms, your dads, your baby fans. And if you need someone to room with, post on our page and ask. Oh. Make a new friend. Oh. So... This That's is awkward. not endorsed or affiliated with Taylor Swift in any way. She will not. Be, that's, I just have to warn you. But you will be with your people. You'll be with your people. Now, on to the bad news. I don't know how bad this news is. And I will say that uh, Vinny and I have been doing our best to warn you about Twitter ever since the first time anything went awry, which I think was like, a, you know, one day into Twitter being on the on the app store. People, you have to know that if you post on Twitter, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. And even if you're not famous, when you first post your stuff there, actually, it's worse because people, you'll forget that you even posted this crap from 13, 14 years ago. 
And then someone's like, oh, let's see what Travis Kelsey posted when he was in college. Let's let's have a look at that. Oh, boy. This guy is a jerk on there. Mm. It's misogynistic. It's ugly. It's judgy. He uses the R word and he's fat shaming. He's talking about how ugly these chicks are. He's it's not good. It's not pretty. It's 14 years old. 13, 14 years old. He's a 2021-year-old. 20, He's in college. Then it's ugly. It's not a good look. And this is, and I don't even know why it was still on his Twitter. I think because people forget what they put up there. And all it takes is for someone to go all the way back. So it's gone now, but don't worry. The internet has it. Uh, this And this reminds me of over the summer, early in the summer, Maybe it was spring. I don't know. It's not that long ago. Taylor was hot and heavy with this Matt Healy guy from the 1975. Mm-hmm. And this Matt Healy guy was on a podcast earlier in the year, and the Swifties all heard him saying really unflattering, unkind, mean, racist things about Ice Spice. And that was just, I think, one of the examples where they're laughing and and uh, been making jokes about Ice Spice and and if you could even hear them through the racism, it was unbelievable. And she did not say one word about it. She never like publicly said anything about what. She did say, "We're done. Yeah, we broke up. We, that was just a fun thing. I was rebounding from Joe Alwyn, or whatever that guy's name is. A story about him too." Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen with uh, w- with them, but this is it's it's not awesome, and the Swifties are mad about it. Okay, the Swifties are also digging up nice old tweets. Oh, by the way, I'm I look I I feel like this is a guy who was 20 years old in college, uh, you know, in a douchebag phase. Maybe he's just so mature and over this stuff now, and would never say any of this stuff. Um, it, I'm more offended by his grammar. Horrible. He can't spell. If you're going to, you know what? Just write the letter U and the letter R for all the yours. Just don't you even are. try. Just don't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so. And then he spelled squirrel like squirtle. I, there's just all the. And, and I was staring out the window at class, smelled like a, a flight of stairs. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Stop. <laughs> Shit of a race. So, but the, now they're saying, and honestly, I feel like there's a camp that loves Travis Kelsey, and they're like, let's make this the story that pops up when people Google Travis Kelsey's tweets. This feels like the counter story to the really nasty things that he had to say 15, you know, 13 years ago. Let's make this be the Google story that pops up first, where Taylor Swift fans fall in love with. Travis Kelsey even more after his old tweets resurface. You know, tweets like, I just gave a squirrel, spelled so wrong, a piece of bread, and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha <laughs> ha. Hashtag crazy. And then there's another one. It's such a nice day out as I stare, spelled like <laughs> stairs, the staircase, from my math class, shaking my head. Must be nice. Watch oh, it he's in math class. I yeah, see. in math class, not not English class, which is so. These are the meaning. nice tweets. These the, are the nice the, ones. The mean then. ones you haven't. You're not going to read to us, but you read them and you you've decided they're. Well, I they're could awful. give you. I could give you. Well, I don't I, need them. I'm, I'm not I, the one look, who decided it. 
I, honestly, I think that there is a generation of people who are going to be undone by their early day tweets. Yeah. I I just believe that. Uh, and I don't even think that necessarily. Who's that guy? James Gunn was that the guy who old tweets of dumb jokes he made got yes. him fired from the Marvel universe? Don't like, worry, that's he an made example it back of. In. Multi multi million dollar contracts were cut because of dumb tweets he did yep. in his early days when he thought he was going to become, I guess, a, a stand up comedian. There are just mm. so many examples of why to not to. Like, but I think that that's you know, stop. I when I first got on Facebook, I thought Facebook was my little journal. And then people are like, why are you writing that? And I'm like, well, because that's, I, I went surfing. So I wrote, I had a great surf or whatever. I'd be like, and they're all, that's not what you do on face. And I'm oh, take it easy. Okay. That isn't what you do on Facebook? No, what it's you not. You're not you're supposed to post things that are entertaining for the other people. It's not for yourself. It's for us. Why don't you type something that, in, that we'll enjoy? And I'm like, oh. all right. So well, it seems like you're enjoying yelling at me. So I, aren't you having fun yet? I'm uh. just saying I'm not defending Travis Kelsey. I don't know that guy and I don't know what he's been up to. And I can uh, see him being the guy who, you know, gave wedgies to nerds and threw kids <laughs> yeah. in trash cans and rolled them down a hill. I mean, he's a jock. So should we be surprised if he fills all of checks, all the boxes? Not really. Yeah, here's uh, some of the ones I can read you. As a man, you have something wrong with you if you're going for girls that weigh more than you. Horrible. Uh, ha ha, I just caught myself judging every person that walked past me, whether they were ugly, fat, funny-looking, sexy. Ha ha, I'm tripping. Uh, and then there's stuff about somebody in the R word and that their parents made them that way. It's just it's, It gets uglier and uglier. It's not awesome. I have no idea if this will affect Taylor Swift or their relationship at all, but mm. I'll tell you one person who's happy about it. Joe Alwyn. <laughs> oh, God. Is he he fi- like all he, of the hate that's there? He finally like, left the like, house after like. these things These things surfaced and he left the house. Um, this is his first public appearance since they broke up like a year ago. <laughs> I don't even know when exactly they broke up. But he's wearing leather top to bottom. It's not an awesome look. He does look sad. He, lo- he doesn't look super happy. And he's got some weird face hair that, that he didn't have before. It doesn't look great. But he's out and about. And so that's, I guess that's good news. He's resurfaced. <sighs> and, uh, and damn, I'm completely out of time, Vinny. What's coming up in the news? You know, I can see why he's sad. He hasn't made a song at all. Like, we're not getting any dirt on that dude from her music at all. I know. He registers not. And they were together a really long time. Right. They just just quietly fizzled out. And they were super private. Like, you hardly ever saw pictures of them. And whatever went on with them, it was almost like they hid together. It's like, we're not doing anything. We're just hiding together. Right. Uh, I believe Scott Budman's coming up next Mm. on Alex. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowling branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96% replied that bowling branches sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com code odyssey Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right. Hello. Listen, think about this. You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. I love it. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Are we back? We are back. I can't tell. You guys talk so much during the commercials. I can't tell if we're on or off. I know. I see you put your headphones on sometimes. I'm like, oh, no. He thinks we're back on. (laughs) Just yapping away. It's just the new way. It's the new way of things. Right. And then that way we can talk to each other, Ben. It's fun. All right. Uh, this part of the show is brought to you by RadioAlice.com slash contest. See all the cool giveaways we have. And while you're there, browse okay. around. Do it. Browse around. Take a look at the latest news stories and get our show's full podcast. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the San Francisco Zoo and Gardens from the brink of extinction. Savalsky's horses, Earth's last wild horses, have returned to San Francisco Zoo and Gardens. Mm. Experience their resilience and spirit as they roam freely in their new Asian conservation zone. Visit sfzoo.org to be part of their extraordinary story. SF Zoo and Gardens, everyone. Very nice. All right, so on and off rain today, you can expect to see that. And now we welcome in our good friend, broadcaster from NBC Bay Area and the Alice News Network. It's Scott Budman, who was on the scene for the APEC conference yesterday and I believe is going to be there today again. But he can tell us what his schedule looks like. Good morning, Scott. Are you there? Good morning. Yes, on our way back into uh, to the city and more APEC again. Yes. Okay, so I I want you to tell us however whatever you want to share with us about your experience yesterday, but I did see your post that said the people there picketing were not letting you cover the story. They were trying to block reporters from covering the APEC conference. Was that one of the things you you dealt with yesterday or the thing no that was one of the things and i've never seen as many protesters in one place as san francisco in the area around moscone center that area of the city is largely blocked off to traffic and people because of the big apec conference you've got president biden there he's coming to moscone center today that's where we're headed you've got president xi of china uh, and these guys bring out just protesters. Literally every turn 
where we were walking through the streets, we saw a different protest. And you know how these go. It's an excuse to talk about anything. So we saw a lot of people uh, talking about the climate. We saw people talking about the situation in the Middle East. We saw lots of people either pro-Xi uh, in, in what's going on in China or anti what's going on in China. And I mean, it was just wild. And then there was an entire sort of section that was devoted to just anti apec protesters. Oh. And they were the people trying to keep everybody, whether you're a delegate or apparently a member of the press, out of the actual convention. And uh, it was interesting to even hear them because some of them were like, oh, let them go. They're just going to go talk about what's going on on the streets and we want to get our word out. And other people were like, no, you know, the press is bad. The delegates are bad. We don't want this capitalist convention to even continue. And, um, you so, know, they're not talking about what's important. And, and yeah. So, Scott, you're, did it feel, A, did it feel dangerous to you at any point as you're doing this? Yeah, it, it did only at one point. So we get to this protest and they are not carrying signs about the climate or China or Israel. And we're like, ah, I wonder what, what these guys are doing. And quickly we got surrounded and it was literally just this sort of, hey, we don't want people to be able to attend the conference. We don't want you to even cross the street. And, uh, you know, we get there, we're carrying some camera gear so we're kind of it's obvious members of the press right right yeah i snuck around one way but there you was got also, you got I recognized mean, too like someone yeah you know there was a huge police presence yeah so i walked around one way trying to get through where all the police and swat team members are and then i got to the end of the protest and there were a whole bunch of people locked arms and i was like oh i just need to make a left here guys and you know i was like ah, cool go ahead and then someone else said, hey, you're the guy on TV. And it just broke down from there. They were all surrounding us yelling F you and, and, you know, don't go away and you can't leave. And, you know, I'm looking over at like the police officers, like, can we just make a left, you know? And so these guys were really determined not to let the photographer and I out of their little protest. And, um, you know, it lasted for about five minutes where there was this kind of standoff. And, uh uh, you know, eventually we just sort of talked our way out of it. Oh, the police um, didn't but intervene? But yeah, for a minute there it was, uh, yeah, no, they didn't. Their job is to keep various streets closed. And eventually I got out, walked to the end of one street, and they said, oh, you can't go this way, you have to go the other way. And I was oh, like, those no, guys aren't going to let us go. And, got here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading so we in the newspaper, trapped. and this is the Mercury News, that most of the day was peaceful. So while that doesn't sound great, and and intimidation is, is certainly not violence, although leaning towards it, it sounds like there were not a lot of arrests yesterday. But today, they're actually the, the world leaders, the two biggies, are going to be at the Moscone Center. Is that what you're saying? I know President Biden is going there. There's something called the CEO Summit, and that's where we were yesterday as well, where a lot of bigwigs yesterday, it was Condoleezza Rice, Gavin Newsom, uh, Satya Nadella. He's the CEO of Microsoft. Today, it's going to be Elon Musk, Mark Benioff of Salesforce, oh. and President Biden. They're all coming to this summit to speak. And yeah, so I imagine everything will be concentrated in that area. And, and you're right, Vin. I, most of what we saw, the great majority of what we saw was peaceful. It was people taking advantage of a worldwide event and people and press, let's be honest, from all over the world. And they did their protests and they made their points known. 
and there were lots of marches and chanting, and it was very, for the most part, peaceful and organized. Uh, but yeah, we saw some fist fights breaking out between like the pro-President Xi protesters and the anti-Xi protesters. I mean, fist fights, like it was just bizarre to see. Jeez. But for the most part, uh, it was um, pretty peaceful on the streets. And that's what the entire security presence is for, I think, is to keep things from getting out of hand. It didn't feel all that much like, say, Occupy Wall Street um, or anything like that. Now, granted, today's another day, but I was impressed just with the sheer number of protests, the variety of things people were demonstrating about and against and for. Uh, but yeah, it was mostly peaceful. World leaders, to to say the least, are controversial. So I'm sure there's there's people on either side of the Chinese president and people on either side of our own president. And yet the report is they seem to have gotten along and kind of showed thumbs up as as uh, China and U.S. sort of relations seem to have cooled from from being not great to maybe a little better. Right. A relationship based on the fact that both sides want to do a whole bunch of business with each other. And so, yeah, there are a lot of human rights issues. Uh, One thing that comes up whenever I run into young people at this conference is what's going to happen to TikTok. There's a whole lot of uh, sort of talk about do we ban TikTok because of what it's... Well, you know, look. It is. I mean, I'm not kidding. I've been on this phone for a while, but this is a major concern. Yeah, it's not... We talk about, say, Instagram, which can be harmful, let's say, to young people. The bullying, the body shaming. Uh, TikTok is harmful on another level to America. I mean, we're talking about propaganda from young people that's being pushed. And so that's coming up. And a lot of people are saying, hey, are we just going to get rid of TikTok? Or, hey, we've got to get rid of TikTok. And so that came up. But look, you're right, Vin. These These are two countries that do things very differently, but that do a whole lot of business together. And if there's one symbolic thing that jumped out at me, it's that President Xi said, we're going to give America pandas, you know, panda bears, the bears. And, uh, you know, historically, that means something going back to 1972 um, in the Nixon days when China gave America pandas as a gesture of peace. And, And again, here we are, what, 51 years later, and pandas are on the table again. And so um, it may be symbolic. It's weird, Sarah. This kids so we can. Yeah. But you can't overstate that. Like that is actually their sign of I don't want to say affection, but I actually went to the D.C. Zoo as a little boy and saw the pandas. It's a thing. Like, it really oh, okay. was, and that would have been the 70s. Yeah. So I don't think it was right. Nixon era, but those were probably the pandas that were given during the Nixon era. So I, that's interesting, because I'd heard that we weren't getting pandas back. That that would be the last time you could see them very recently. So well, they won't great. Make, there's a whole thing about they won't have babies in captivity, or it's like so yep. rare. And so, yeah, for them to for them to have them and give them... Fine, if it's a show of peace, then I would... You know what? I love peace. I love mm-hmm. us not being in wars. So I'm I'm for that. Where do I get my sign? And do I protest <laughs> against war? I'll Scott, thanks so much right. for there coming on people... again. I know that... Go ahead. Sorry. 
Oh, no, I'm just saying, Sarah, I did see a lot of people who want peace in the streets as well. Yeah, yeah we'd lo- we'd all like to see that. That's That'd be, it'd be great step, for our kids one. to grow up at a time yes. when they're not hearing about war. <laughs> anyway, hey, Scott, I know you're busy and you're out on the streets to all again all day today. Please say hi to Scott and be nice to him if you're out there and you see him. <laughs> Scott, thank you very much for coming on, buddy. NBC Bay Area's Scott Budman. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Anytime, you guys. Thanks a lot. Sounds gnarly out there. No, right? Crowded and surrounded and a lot of through. Yeah, that's not cool at all. A lot of passion out there. The free Tibet. I'm seeing everything though, from free Tibet to the climate to the human rights. It's there's a lot of opinions out there being aimed at cameras. Stuff in the in the world, and people are protesting Mm -hmm. all of it. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we move on from that, and we will, and I have a few stories I can get to real quick. Have you seen the laser lights, Aho? Apparently, there are these lasers aimed across the city skyline for this event, and they're on from dark at night till morning. Have you seen those on your drive-in? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did actually see one. It was actually driving through the buildings. That's why I'm a little unsure, but I was driving through... uh towards the building and I could see some kind of bluish greenish hey yeah, it's it. like a and rainbow was, thing was, yeah I was tripping hard on it I was like what is that it's aliens <laughs> obviously <laughs> I'm like is that coming from a building like I, I was I was a little confused yeah it's super neat anyway I haven't gotten to see it and uh, it was pretty so cool I was looking. curious if yeah it does look cool actually yeah. and and I love skylines and I love our skyline so I guess for the conference they're doing that and it's just Another cool thing to check out if you have a chance to view the city from afar. Yeah. Uh, that's in, the, in during the night. Major League Baseball owners met and voted today to allow the Oakland Ath- Athletics to move to Vegas. It was unanimous. 30-0 vote. Oh, boy. They say there's still hurdles to be cleared, but it's highly likely that the Oakland A's will be known as the Las Vegas A's going forward. I'm mm. sorry, Oakland. I know that that sucks. I told you, I've said it too many times by now, but I dated a girl who loved the Oakland A's, and she had pictures in her house on her shelf of her as a little teeny girl in A's gear and has known and loved the A's her whole adult life, whole life, childhood up into adulthood, and they're leaving. And I, I don't know what that means for people. I would think you wouldn't follow them. Right. But then everybody followed the Raiders to Vegas. So, okay. You know, Vegas is a good place to move if you want to keep your base, too, because it just gives people an excuse to go to Vegas. Like, I'm always looking for a reason to go to Vegas. Like, my friend Tommy just moved to Vegas, and I'm thinking, I got to get to Vegas. Got to <laughs> get over there. Got to see that sphere. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll catch a, catch a Raiders game. Why not, mm, right? Why not? Vegas, Our text baby. number is 800-400-3697. Uh, 510 says, Vin, can you please wish my husband and longtime Alice listener Brian a happy 60th birthday? We love you guys. Aww. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday. Uh, just read the Travis tweet, says 707. Not cool regardless of age. Disappointed Swifty Lori in Santa Rosa. Mm. Failure, Lori. Mm. I was like, yuck. I started uh, like yesterday. I sort of gave into it. Like, all right, fine. She's at that age, and and he's you know seems like a nice guy, whatever. 
I read that stuff and went, that just sucks. I, I hate hearing that. And I know 707 that just- says, 13 years ago, the R word was still regularly used in slang. Give the guy a break. Uh, another yeah. person says, yeah. are we going to look over your old recordings for political correctness? Y- yeah, I, th- uh, that's happening to everyone, everywhere. Anything that's recorded, anything that's been written, any all record of that stuff. You got to look. And what sucks is I'd almost rather know this stuff about people. But it, if, if you write it down and make a permanent record of it, it's going to come back to haunt you. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I definitely, I never called a person. I don't even know how to word it. I don't feel, never mind. What's coming up in the trash? Oscars, friends, new channels, and goop. Uh- <laughs> Sarah and Vinny on Alice. You have a very nice day at work. <laughs> Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.